we are back with another Black Widow Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real World, Verse World. <laughs> and this is David Malave over here on hey, my... Hey, how we doing? On my left, your right. Uh, we are the Morning Roast Kings. The Morning Roast Kings. That's our new name. So... Now you know. Um, today's podcast episode is about some shit I need to get off my chest, but we're going to call this subject. The subject of it is you're missing opportunities. Okay. Right? Yes. So you are missing opportunities and we're going to tell you which opportunities you're missing and why and, and give a great example um, right after this fucking beautiful intro that we're going to play for you. Right? Motherfucking no. Take some fucking notes, you bitch. Yeah, missing opportunities. You are missing opportunities. You may have a lot of opportunities uh, at your plate, and it's hard to eat everything that's on your plate. I know my mom used to tell me to eat all the vegetables. I couldn't always, because I ate uh, everything else but that part, and it wasn't that good. And sometimes you don't understand what shit that isn't that good looking or smelling can do for your career. Ooh, we just hit a metaphor. You like that? Yeah. So. Uh, before we get into this, um, I wanted to tell you guys about something new we're going to try. We're going to call it the question of the day. And we're going to, um, our people in our, our Discord, our Patreon members, they're talking a lot in there. And we're seeing a bunch of good questions being asked and answered. Um, so we're going to pick a couple of the questions every now and then uh, after every episode and, um, and kind of go in on those for a little bit. What's the question of today? Today, we're going to talk about a question that RMT shoots answer, asked in our business discord channel and he asked when you yo when would you send a daily rate for ver, for editing versus an hourly rate reason i ask is some corporate clients blah 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 so it just goes into so discussion about edit hourly rates or day rates for editing cool so we'll get into that and then um also another thing that we're going to start doing because i think this is crucial i realized that on itunes and in our youtube um the comments it's, it's a great tool to let future listeners understand what this podcast is about. And I feel like our listeners, if you're listening right now, shout out to you for being fucking here with us every week. We appreciate you. And I've gotten so many messages from you about how much this podcast means to you and how it's helping you. And I'm glad. And that's the whole fucking point of this. Um, but I hope that other creators can learn about this as well. So what we're going to start doing is encourage you, encouraging you to leave your review about the episodes in the comments in YouTube comments or going to iTunes, right? And how we'll reward you, uh, which I don't feel like we should because we're giving you this podcast, but you know, we're going to do it anyway. We're going to send out, we're going to send out some sticker packs. So we have black window cream stickers. You can't even buy those in the store anymore. I took them off there a while back. Um, but we're going to start sending out stickers to the best iTunes review and the best YouTube comments that we get on each episode. So if you're listening to this episode right now, we want to see you comment about what this episode meant to you, your takeaways, anything that you can give to a future listener who might stumble upon it and be like, man, should I listen to this 30 minute episode? And they see your comment and it, and it changes everything for them. So uh, that's it. That's what we're going to do. We're going to, we'll start off today. We're, we have two winners if you want to call them winners, but solid ass reviews that we'll read at the end of the episode as well. So anyway, um, this episode, you're missing opportunities. You're missing opportunities. Um, so say what you got to get off your chest. Bro. Thanks, Ben. Uh, I, 
you know, someone someone said the other day that they listened to podcasts and they thought that they got in one where I was being anti. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, sorry. And that's why I walked in this morning and I was like, I, that's kind of the sentiment. Of how I was like, you know what? Let's do something fun today. He did. He said, let's do a fun, like non shit talking. And I was like, oh no, I want to talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but this is my reason. All right. So we just ran three amazing contests for Black Window Cream. The winners are all incredible. The content that came out of it is fucking fire. There are so many submissions. Creators from all over the U.S. got to take advantage of this contest and, and compete, right? It was cool, but it was it was a learning experience for us, Dave and I, like trying to figure out how to run contests because Black Window Cream really hasn't done that before. And so we had a contest with a thick budget, shout out to Dutch Bros, that we were able to not only just like create a contest that people could compete in, but we also sent out gear uh, each contest, they sent out Dutch Bros sent out like thousands of dollars worth of their fucking coffee, their mugs, like their merch. Um, so it was really dope. But what and and so the contest overall was a fucking hit. It was really fire, and I'll like I, I'll talk about that. And I've talked about it previously. Like the content we got was sick. But I want to talk about a small percentage of people uh, that I think slept on an opportunity. And there's like I, I was just at this event the other day and I was discussing it with the Black Widow Cream member that came to the event because he heard I was gonna be there. And we chat for a while and it was cool being able to talk to this person because um I think his name was Jason. Shout out to you. If I, I'm pretty sure that's your name. Um we were talking about how he's entering the contest, competing them, he loves it, he's push it's pushing him. He hasn't won yet, but he's like it's helping him, right? It, he's learning. And I was talking about how interesting it was how many people entered received this, the product, right, to compete in the contest and then didn't submit. There was like this odd small percentage from each contest that I feel like just got ahead of themselves, signed up and they were excited and then just didn't enter. And it was so interesting to us because we sat through tons of submissions. We watched how many, like hundreds of fucking videos and photos that we would look through um, for these competitions. And some were okay, some weren't great, but regardless, like there was people that were entering and that was cool, but there was people that just took someone's spot. Like we have thousands of members, right? And we'd open this up and we'd say, 150 people can compete in this contest or 300 people, whatever we, however many people we opened it up to that Dutch Bros allowed us to. And then that shit would sell out, quote unquote. It would fill up and then 300 spots were taken immediately. And the problem with that, it was dope. And then all of a sudden you'd see like 200 submissions come in and I'm like, well, wait, what the fuck? Where's the other 100 people? Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, what the hell is going on? And it'd be like last minute. So then we started having to work more on the side of like, maybe people are forgetting that the date's coming up. Like, are we doing, are we not marketing well enough? But like when you sign up, the three steps to compete are right there. Enter your info, you'll get this thing, submit your product by this date. So you, you can't, it can't be any easier to understand what this shit's do. But people weren't submitting. And I was so confused by it because I'm like, A, that's mad rude, right? to me to, for you to a waste our time, waste Dutch bros money. They're giving out cool products and all this stuff. So you, yeah. All right. Some people found it as like a loophole to like get a free mug or some shit and right. just like, Oh cool. I don't have to like, they don't care if I don't compete yeah, or they're not going to charge me, which we could have made it harder. We could have made it like, Oh, put a credit card down. If you don't compete, we're going to charge you. Like exactly. but that's fucking crazy. Right. Like just compete. Like we're giving you an opportunity. And so we saw that happen in each contest, which was interesting. Also, as the contest progressed, I saw, I think I saw more people get kind of nervous to compete. Like they saw who would win the other competition and thought maybe they didn't stand a chance. And the reason why this is titled you're missing opportunities is because what was your, what you said something dope earlier, like before we started this, you're like about the doors. Um, you wanted, we wanted, we had a better title, but it was too yeah. long. <laughs> uh, basically 
it's the idea of like someone's opening a door for you, right? The door's open, you're now walking through it. You're like, you're denying the door and you're just like walking along and you're like, oh yeah, fuck it, another door will open. You right. know what I mean? And you can't take those doors for granted. So that's like a metaphor for what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. But I think in this context, it's like, you know, someone's literally handing you an opportunity that you wouldn't have on your own and saying, hey, submit something and you have a chance to put yourself in front of this brand to get paid, to get have an opportunity that you would like to have. Right. And you like walked up to the door, you got the mug and then you're just like, nah. Yeah, I'm, I'm busy. Oh, I'm busy. I got busy. I work too much. I had, there was, it was interesting how many, some people would submit their, they would send me messages like, hey, sorry, I, could, I, I, I fucked up. I couldn't enter like, some people even offered to pay for the product. Like, hey, I'm so sorry I couldn't enter. Like I had a car accident, this happened, like a real, some real life scenario shit. And I'm like, oh, bet, like it's all good. Like you can keep it. But like, I thank you for at least apologizing. That was cool. But there were so many people I just didn't submit and it was interesting to me to think like, I think people looked at it like if I don't win first place and get the top prize, cause we didn't even say that we were giving second and third place like prizes. Like the first contest for sure we gave cash to, uh, to the, to the people that didn't win or something like that. And, and we didn't have to, that was Dutch bros did it on top mm -hmm. of it. And then what I've noticed is Dutch bros being very into this contest and willing to find and help creators that they've gone above and beyond. And what people don't understand or don't think about is that Dutch Bros has literally gone on to hire several Black Window Cream members who entered the contest but didn't get in the first top three. Like I know for a fucking fact they've spent thousands of dollars paying creators to like not to compete to work for them. They'd send them like a you know a mug or whatever and like say hey go shoot this shit and like they've done like they even did one job with one client that was like or one creator that was like around seven k or some shit like that. Like they're literally spending money like that on. Black Window Cream members and everyone that didn't compete or that just took it as like a, meh, it's a competition. It's like, you don't understand that that just opened up your door to a billion dollar company. The opportunity, and I told this to the kid at that event, like you don't realize it, but you didn't win, but you won because you competed and you're now on a list. You're on a list and to a client that is so big that could put a lot of money in your pocket down the road. If they fall, like you don't know if Gavin's following everyone in the contest, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't just follow the winners but he's yeah. following everyone. And what he's, happens he's if following, you- He's following people who made an impression. Yeah. And you make an impression by putting a shot out there. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You don't make an impression by not submitting. Right. And yeah, I feel like running these contests has been really interesting because I'll tell Ben all the time, like, you know, with art especially, but especially with the contest and we even more with video, which is why I think we went video only because I feel like people kind of just, like photo almost became like a, no, I'll just submit photos. And like, yeah. they just took some photos and, and sent it, right? Which right. is just cool. But like, there's this psychology you have to get over of people being embarrassed or people being scared of, oh no, I'm not good enough because there's, oh, that, that, guy was, that guy's video was crazy and I'm not near that, so I shouldn't compete because it's worthless. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, we struggle with that because you, like you said, like, are we not marketing good enough? Or should we like be promoting the deadline? But, right. then, but then again, we sit back and we're like, nah, because if you want this, like the people who want it and won, like, it was on we them. don't need to remind them no. to submit because they want it bad enough right. and it paid off for them, yeah. you know? And it's not, this isn't just like, with all this shit, like if you just get your work in front of someone, it can, you don't have to be the one they select. You don't have to be, because now you're in a Rolodex. Now right. now you they, you're, they were like, oh man, you know what? That guy that did the stop motion, like that was actually really tight. We have this idea, like let's go hit up that person. Right, exactly. And that person may have got fifth, but now that free video that he like literally got a mug or whatever, whatever it took for them to shoot the video. Right. 
now they just landed a job from it. And so and that happened multiple, literally right. multiple times. It's just, there's no way for us to publicize that this is happening nonstop throughout the contest. Cause we're talking about so many different things and people are just like, they just assume that you can only win one thing and that there's no, no other good comes out of it. But a lot of people entered and they were so happy to say like, Hey, thank you so much. Like, I know I didn't win, but you fucking made me go out of the, like go out of my shell to create something, to go out of my city and shoot. Like I haven't shot in forever, but I entered the contest and this and this and this, there was all these like personal rewards for people. But what I think at the end of the day, it's like, especially in this industry, especially if you're a creator doing video, photo design, like basically everyone that's in this community that listens to this podcast, you don't understand how doing shit you a are afraid to do B you might not have time to do C you don't want to do it. That shit can come around full fucking circle. Facts. If you go work your ass off, give it your all. It doesn't matter if it's like you work at McDonald's drive through, you're going to give it your all. And then maybe you'll get promoted. And all in that time you made enough money to support yourself, to buy your first camera or what, you know, whatever you want to do, put yourself through college, whatever it is you show initiative and then everyone will notice or right. the right people will notice. And you might not even notice, or you might not even know that they're noticing you. And that's the whole thing. And for me and Dave to be sitting here in this contest and put so much energy into like, creating an opportunity for this community. You know what I mean? Like that's the whole goal. And then to see people take seats from other creators that would kill to have entered this competition, but the way the fucking Facebook algorithm works, they didn't see it in time. And when they went to the website and signed up, it was full and it's like, fuck, it's full. And yeah, they, maybe they should have marked their calendar, but again, it's, Facebook is a bitch and so is every other social platform. So you don't, you don't get to see shit exactly when right. it comes out. Exactly. But for all those creators who would have killed to have entered this shit, to have gone ham to try to show what they're capable of doing. They had a new idea. They had something that they thought could, could fucking beat everyone else out or at least show, leave a mark on who they are. They didn't get to enter because you took up their seat and didn't submit some shit. And some people did it over and over again. And honestly, we were doing so much at one point I wanted to literally blacklist people that were doing that shit. And we might have to go through and see if there's like a recurring thing with people. We will. Like it's something that makes me so upset and I understand people have their excuses, but it's like, it's, it's, it's just crazy to me that you would say some shit that you want to do and then not do it and not tell the person. That's like me taking a meeting with someone and having to change because last minute I came up with some shit and I just don't tell them I'm, I'm changing my meeting. Do you know how bad that fucking looks for me? Like if I literally say, oh yeah, you're a person that I would love to meet with. Can I have 10 minutes of your time? They said, yes. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I fucking sleep in that day. And, and they, I, they take time out of their day to like show up to the, to the for shit. you. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what happened in this case. It's like you said, I will be here at that time. And then didn't show up. Do you know who it, that's what's funny is I have a list. <laughs> I see your fucking name and your email and your address. I know who you are. Right. Like we know who you are. Do you know who else knows who you are? A billion dollar coffee company that will probably never choose to work with you ever again because you didn't do something on this contest. You just didn't go. You could have at least hit us up in advance and be like, hey, I'm not gonna have time for this. Do you guys wanna send this shit to someone else? Or like, I'm so sorry or whatever, but no one did. And I, I respect for the people that do that. I like, do too. Because then it's like, you know, I think you should feel like, it's not like we're trying to shame people, but you should feel bad, right? If you, someone sent you a mug and you made an agreement, you by signing up, you made like a, a pact kind of like, I fuck, with the, I fuck with the vision of this, I fuck with the mission, I wanna create something, I wanna put myself out there, thank you for putting this on, thank you for this opportunity, and then you just like, you like just shy up because of you know your fear or whatever, you just got busy or you went out or whatever. Like you should feel bad because that mug sitting there is reminding you that you didn't 
that it's just like you 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 flaked on it. You know what I mean? And, and it that, sounds dumb because it's like. A, it, yeah, it's like a $15 mug. No, but it's not. It's the principle, principle of the matter. It's yeah. the principle. It's like you signed up for some shit. Yeah, you know I mean, and, and it's not that we're shaming people, but I'm letting people know how this reflects on them. If you do this shit in any, sh not just a fucking black and cream contest. If you do this in your day to day, whatever you're trying to do, whoever you're trying to become, if you do that type of shit, not just miss a contest, but miss a meeting, don't show up for a job egg someone on like oh yeah i'll shoot your i'll shoot your this and that i'll shoot your this and that and that you just keep dragging your feet and you never end up doing it that reflects on you your work ethic and who you are as a creator and that's why people won't fuck with you right now if i go and put like i could literally form a list of people that just didn't submit shit and if i ever get a dm if i ever get an email i could literally cross check that list and be like oh this is that person that fucking slept on that contest two three times in a row that just didn't do it and just took free shit and they now they are asking me for a favor why should i give them an opportunity. Why would I do that? You already showed me you're slack. You're weak. Like you, you didn't want to compete. And then the excuses, oh, well I had, I had my weekend job and blah, blah, blah. Motherfucker, you had almost three weeks. The, right. t the day that shit shipped, we know when it came to you and you had three weeks. So unless you tell me you're working three jobs, 20 hours a day, sleeping four hours a night, like there's no excuse. Everyone comes up with excuses. They think their life's so crazy, but you compare it to the people that you idolize. What are their lives like? Because if I, my life is not crazy compared to the people I idolize, I'm slacking. I go hard and I think I go hard and I work harder than anyone I know in my head. But the people I idolize work harder than me and I'm not there yet and I'm going there. Facts. So if you think that you are busier than the, the any, you know what I mean? Like you're just creating excuses, your own, your own roadblocks, which is fucking, we all do it to ourselves, but don't. Fucking don't. You know what I mean? Like Facts. that's just crazy. Yeah, that's preach. So... I, I think if I can I tie it in because yeah, I want to tie it into um, that was dope I'm going to tie it in though to the you're missing opportunities and back to the door metaphor right because I feel like if you spin this in a different light cool let's not even talk about contests let's just talk about the principle uh -huh. and the idea of like if you're sitting there right and you're like how do I get to where I want to go how do I get my career popping how do I land clients all this stuff right and back to the idea the, here's a door that open right if you're trying to come up you have to walk through every fucking door that opens in your path because run, run. literally oh, every door that opens, you have to take it because you literally don't know if the, the opportunity you just slept on or you didn't, you took two days to reply to the email or you were like, nah, I'll get to that later. Or you backed out last minute because you just like didn't feel it. You never knew. You never know if that job was the one where you met the person who's going to put you on to the big gig yeah. or you made a relationship with someone that's really good, That's going to come back and pay you three jobs right. or whatever it is like these you can't connect the dots forward. You can only connect the dots going backwards. Mm. So it's like, you don't know where the big link's gonna come from. You don't know, like we talk about with the six degrees of separation, like you don't know who is the person that's connected to the thing you really wanna do. Right. So all these doors that open, if you don't have doors opening for you all the time, take the ones that open to you because bang, 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 bang. you know what I mean? Cause like, <laughs> cause like that's the only way you can ensure you're going to make it because I promise you the more doors you walk through, the more people you meet, the more gigs you land, the more thing people you impress, the more people know who your name is and see your work. Right. All that shit compiles up. And the way I look at it is you're putting all that energy out and that's what people talk about manifestation. You could believe it or not. You could think of it as some spiritual shit, but I, what I believe it is, is when you're putting all those stones into place and you're taking all those steps, that all comes back through who knows how, but through people talking to other people, through people feeling your energy, to people seeing your work, to you believing in yourself and all that stuff. So when you're sitting there and you're like, man, I don't really want, I don't really know what to do. Or like, 
I don't really know what I should be doing with this contest and I don't I, I'm, I'm scared or embarrassed I'm not gonna win like you just turned that like who knows if you would have made the illest shit or if Gavin would have sent yourself and be like man that's really tight we've never seen that before and then the next day you get an email and that that pays your rent for three three months bro the kids that they just hired for uh, literally a uh what the fuck am I thinking I'm blanking on the word a project for an upcoming release I don't know why I can't think. A campaign. Mm-hmm. They hired them to do a campaign, create content for that, paid them tons of money, like a good check to go ham and be creative. They're college kids that just like literally collabed on contests, got second place. You know what I mean? Shout out to those the Denver kids. But like to you lost the contest, but you won. Because you, you won. Went you won on for to sure. Get, you went on and got paid and you'll get paid again as long as you keep crushing the shit and level up and go hard and do the notes they ask for and blah, 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 and go hard. But you just got to have creative control and create some shit out of, you didn't have that client before and you entered, like we gave that to you. Right. That's what this did. That's Facts. what this community did. And that that's what makes me laugh all the time because it's like, man, there's so many people out here that don't understand. I feel like that's a great point. Like, and obviously it's set up like there's a winner, right? Because that's the incentive and you know we, there is someone that wins because that's what make a competition fun there right. has to be like yeah. you know we have to compare or whatever right. but the win is putting out a tight video mm-hmm. like or a photo whatever or the photo whatever is. it is but yeah what, if we do a design contest whatever it is creating something that's you're really proud of and you wouldn't have created unless this contest existed mm-hmm. and now you were able to send that piece of work to someone who has the potential to pay you right, right? and that's it. At the end of the day, only one person can win, but we would pick three people to win. Honestly, it's, we, it's impossible to pick the, the winner sometimes because right. I like all of them. They all should win. Yeah. And, they, and then in a sense, they all do because you landed, you, you, before you didn't know this person and now there's someone in your email who knows who you are, who thinks you're talented, who a year down the road would be like, you know what, we need this person. And the more people that you have in your contact list or have you in their contact list who think like, oh, you know what? that person's tight and he's good for this job. That's how you build a career in this shit, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. The more people who think of your name, that your name pops in their head when they need something, you gotta build those, as many of those people as possible because that's how you the jobs just continue to come in a way. If you're doing freelance, we talked about this earlier, but like, if you're doing freelance, the way or the jobs continue to come. even in a company, come, bro. Yeah. Even in a company, you wanna get promoted, you wanna get fucking leveled up, you wanna go up, like, right. you have to show your value. Right. You have to take every opportunity you see as a way to show your strengths. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the whole point of all this shit is literally show your strengths. If someone's asking, man, I need, oh man, I need to do this video or I want to create a short film and I just don't have enough crew, offer yourself because you never know what's going to happen to the person that's directing that short film. What if they turn into the next goat? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you fucking were like, oh shit. Like, and they're like, yo, I, you did that shit for me for free that time. This time I got a budget. I'm going to pay you this time. I appreciate that. Blah, 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 blah. And you go up and you never know where your life can go. Facts. You never know where your life can go. And that's why you should also, I just want to mention this too while we're at it before we end is also people that submit content for the contest that they know, like people that are competing in a contest where they're like, this isn't even a hobby of theirs. <laughs> There's a couple submissions where we were watching like, these motherfuckers don't, they don't, this doesn't even, they don't make videos. Right. You don't even make videos or shoot photography. Like they would literally just took the contest, took a couple photos of someone wearing a shirt up against a wall and submitted that shit. Like without, there was no story arc. There was nothing that we were literally asking for. It was just, a, and again, that shit frustrated me when I would see videos that were just like, someone made videos where they weren't even using any of the content, like any of the shit they got delivered. They didn't even have a mug in their video. They would literally just have like a montage of random ass clips. And I we're sitting there for, for hours watching 
hundreds you know of submissions with at least a minute long and we're watching them you watch them over and over again you know how many people make the same shit or they have the same idea so you gotta go comb through those and find the good ones we're leaving scores we're trying to be thoughtful and then all of a sudden you get a couple that waste your time they waste not only our time which i believe i believe my time is valuable dave's time is valuable when we're trying to do some shit here and help people out and but a major company and you're wasting their time so it's one thing to not submit it's a second thing to just submit for the sake of getting some free shit, which shout out to you, I, the hustle's real, I get it. But like at the same time, respect the fact that there's people that would kill for that space and you took it and just abused it. And that shit's, there's nothing we can do about it. I'm sure it happens in every contest or whatever. And I'm not talking about people that are just like beginning creators that just aren't good enough, like just starting out. Cause I did that shit. I entered those contests. I wasn't great. I thought my shit was fire. I'm not talking about you. I know I can tell someone that's just starting to learn and, and wants to be a part of this, but doesn't know what the fuck they're doing to a person that literally doesn't care and just submit shit just to submit shit. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, I don't know. I just wanted to say that shit, but I just think everyone should always, at the end of the day, consider everything an opportunity run through every fucking door there is. I think in every conversation I've ever told someone about my come up, I say I got to LA and a door opened to me and I ran through that motherfucker and I didn't stop running. I say that to every person I tell my story to because that's the fucking truth. It wasn't even open. It was cracked open. Right. I was just like, bah, crowbarred the bitch. Right. Gah, crowbarred another one. Right. Gah, bazooka that shit and just keep going like, ah. Yeah, you also, but you also, the doors when you know, you just like go knock on them. You start talking to people. Start oh, I do this. Facts. I do this. Yes. Yeah. Facts. And that's the only way. And you know what? Sometimes I didn't even get to knock. I had to like find a back alley way of showing them what I did. Right. Hey, check this out. And I'll show them in the middle of shooting a music video. I just happen to have the thing on my phone and be like, Hey, check out something. We could do this in your video that we're doing right now. Right. And they're like, Oh shit, this is hard. We can do this right now. Yep. I have the drone over here. I have my gimbal over here. I could do this right now. I could edit it like that, whatever. And they'd be like, okay, this is cool. And next, next thing you know, I'm fucking got videos that are playing and right. You know what I mean? Like I, I got stuff that's in these massive music videos they are getting millions of views and I didn't stand that chance and I didn't do it in an abrasive way I did it because I knew it could add value and if they said no it's all good but at least I shot my shot and I put my stuff out there and I showed stuff that I thought could help them I didn't right. ask for a check I didn't ask for a fucking credit I didn't ask you know what I mean like you know what and I I, I think this is an awesome to- this is an awesome topic it's something I struggle with right because I sit here and I always watch you when we go places and this is a whole different topic but I think it's, it, it, it goes to the, to, the, to the topic of the remissing opportunities because there are opportunities that are there in front of you right mm-hmm. but if you just sit there idle those things don't like someone doesn't walk up to you and hand you a job you have to make it happen right, right so right, it's right, like right. there are people in the rooms that you're in that can do things for you that mm-hmm. you can do things for right, right. There, there's potential business there's, there's and you have to like you can't sit around and just hope I want to be I want to be a full time creator, right? And you just hope that opportunity just comes to you one day. Like, what the fuck does that even mean, bro? Like, right. What the fuck? Yeah, I have to. Yeah, agreed. Like, yeah, you, know you need I mean? to be like, able to like fight you for your have shit. You have to. You have to go and make the things happen. So if, like, if you're sitting there and let's try to tie back into the contest, but if you're sitting there and you're just like, I wish I could shoot a festival one day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, how do I get? On your, how do on I get mission? Yeah. Uh, how do I get a media? How do I get a media pass? Like, people see people pass all the time. You know, how do you get a media pass to a festival? Hey guys, I'm a photographer and I would love to shoot a concert. And then we're like, hey guys, we have a contest and the winner of that gets paid. I just burp, sorry. <laughs> gets paid $1,000 and flown round trip to a fucking massive concert. Ma- it's a massive festival where all these massive artists are playing. Oops. Where, and guess what? And I'm going to talk about the hustle 
because it, uh, people don't even see the value. Goes, oh yeah, you, you go to the festival, but like, how do you shoot or whatever? Like, if I was the winner of this contest and I got flown to Life Is Beautiful, I would hit up every single artist on the lineup, all the way to the bottom to fucking the, name. The one p.m. starter yeah. shows, like, who gives a shit? Because you could go there and shoot for Dutch Bros and triple up at the same at the same rate. Right. And like, that's how you got to be thinking. I feel like. I agree. Um. All right. That's good. We did. We fulfilled our thirty minutes. I think yeah, that we fine. hit that benchmark. Um. This was this was good. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you don't think I'm a fucking asshole for what I'm saying. Hopefully this can open up your eyes. Hopefully, if you're a creator con- considering a contest in the future, you understand that how how it affects and is viewed. Uh, I'm just staring at this fucking. Me too. We bug. both locked we on. We just it. both want to kill this bug, bro. Um. Anyway, ho- hopefully it helps you. And I want to get to uh, how question we're gonna, of the day. yeah question of the day from our Patreon members. Shout out to also Dave mentioned the six degrees of separation episode that we did. That's a Patreon only podcast or morning roast podcast that we do. We do one every month. So if you want that, it's available on Patreon. And if you also want to ask a question for question of the day, it'll be on Patreon. So definitely get on there and hop in Discord. That's dope. Patreon.com slash Black Window Cream. What's the question? So our RMT shoots asks, yo, I'm going to read the, his whole setup. Okay. He said, yo, when would you send a daily rate for editing versus an hourly rate? Reason I ask is that some corporate clients, for some corporate clients, the play is to get back in money by additional edits. 150 per hour versus 500 per day makes a difference in that regard. Um, and then you told him, you know, you try to go daily and he's like, always, do you just flex and throw out a 1200 day rate for editing? He's basically like saying, he's putting in like, do you get more money which one, which way? Right, I, I personally think um, especially, I don't know his case. And I also told him that I was like, I don't know who your clients are and what the, your normal typical value of rate is in your area or whatever, but understanding the job, what the job entails, the amount of work that will go into it, how many days it will take, will determine if I was going to tell them, oh, my, my rate to do this is this much per day, or my rate to do this is this much per hour. I've, I've steered clear from hourly rates because most jobs always bake in just a flat day rate. That's usually what people are budgeting for. They understand that um, the typical day is like eight hours to 12 hours. So they'll put a budget in for that day. And when it comes to a project, especially with corporate clients, I think you have more wiggle room, but you should also just kind of vary out. We talk about this shit in our how to charge a client guide mm-hmm. all the time too. So there's a bunch of different theories on how you could approach this. But in that case, it's like, well, you never know because how many hours are you going to have to, have to technically spend? Because you might only have to spend 20, you know what I mean? Right. Or 10, but they're willing to pay you for six days worth of editing. So if you're able to say like, oh, my day rate is $1,000, you just got 6K. Whereas if you said, oh, my day rate's $100, per hour, then you only got like 2K, you right. know what I mean? So you have to decide like, how is it gonna play in your advantage to quote the client and what they're willing to pay also do the research on who you're talking to and if they even have the money for you to stretch yourself a little bit. But it, it's interesting, you just have to kind of like, you know, prepare to take the hit or to or to stretch out a certain amount of hours that you might work or whatever. I would always say, oh, I'm $20 an hour when I first started and that'd be like, today I worked like five hours, but I'm going to say seven because a, they don't know B I'm already undercharging myself. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So, and technically like they may ask for some revisions that I don't charge them for later or whatever, you know what I mean? But it was like, you just have, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So then I realized, Oh cool. I could actually have said I charged $600 a day and I would have made way more money. Facts. You know what I mean? I had this, I had an experience with this and I told you about it afterwards. I had a client and they approached me for an edit 
uh, and it was going to be like, it, sh it ideally should be a quick edit, right? But knowing the client, they always have a million revisions and you know that it's going to take a long time, right? Right. But initially they, they, they propose an hourly rate, right? And mm -hmm. I go against it and I say, no, I, you know, I, in my head, I'm thinking I need to lock in this day rate because I'm not going to make enough for me to take the job if I'm doing an hourly rate because then I'm just going to be on the clock, right? right. Versus, and it's not going to entail like, you, I know that it's going to take all these revisions and it's going to be longer than I initially anticipate, right? But a day rate covers that wiggle room where I don't know what it's going to be, right. right? And then it's like, let's say the next day I have to, they want some revisions and that's only going to take like two or three hours to do revisions. And I was talking to you and I was like, and you were telling me like, no, nah, you should, uh, like every time you hit the clock and if it's a day rate, like you're on the clock for them that entire day. Yeah. And also it locks in that entire rate for you versus like trying to finagle a couple hours. Well, and the main reason for that is because if you have to work three hours for them, they may have just cock blocked you from fucking having a solid eight hour day for someone else. Oh, I, hey, can you add it today? Sorry, I have another client. And then all of a sudden you're done with that client by 11 a.m. And you're like, fuck. And you hit them up like, hey, no, I actually have the rest of the day. You need me? No, sorry, I booked someone else. You yeah. just lost a day rate for and that And on the day. reverse, it's like, on the reverse, if, you, if, it, if you're on another client and then the client that hits you for the hourly is like, hey, can you make this real quick? And you're like, no, I actually can't be on my computer right now because we're working on this. Like, right. you're, you, you can't do both. And that's right. opportunity cost we talk about in the guide. It's like, yeah. your day rate, the reason why day rate's cool is because your day rate, it not only pays you for your work, but it also pays you for the work that you lose by not being able to work for someone else. Right. So you have to think about it as your day is like, a, has a value on top of it. Totally. And if you're spending some of it, I like obviously it's not that case in freelance so we can be wiggle, have wiggle room, but in a perfect efficient world, every single day you have the opportunity to make a certain amount of money for someone who needs you. And if you can't do some, some of that, like someone has to pay you for that. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. Um, all right, cool. That was good. So if you guys like this uh, question of the day, let us know in the comments. Um, we're going to have in our Discord, we'll actually have a question of the day. Uh, what the fuck's it called? Category where you can talk in the forums. So just get on Discord and you can throw your questions in there. We'll just pick at random what we think works for that morning roast and we'll, we'll knock them out. So if you like them, let us know. That'd be dope. If you want to ask a question for next Wednesday, patreon.com slash cream. Um, if not that Wednesday, we'll get, I think we're recording two tomorrow. So if you don't put it in there by until you have till tomorrow, at like noon, uh, that was cool. So let's read. These are the two, uh, reviews. So shout out to everyone that's leaving us reviews. We'll start with the YouTube channel, Nick Connor images. He said, yo, crazy thing about this topic. He's referring to the morning roast that I think we did last week. Uh, episode one Oh nine. It's called dealing with client approvals. He said, yo, crazy thing about this topic is I'm currently in this situation. Haven't asked if I can share content, haven't shared any, just doing the work and building the relationships, but sponging up the info given in this episode, I now know I'm moving correctly. And if I want to share, ask and live with whatever the response may be, but just keep working until you earn that right. He's basically re regarding like the idea of, uh, if you haven't listened to the episodes, just when, sh when should you share content versus waiting and, or asking uh, a client if it's okay. Some people share without asking and it, it kind of fucks up the relationship. But he says, thanks fellas, solid content information, blessings. So Nick, Connor, uh, please shoot us a message on Instagram, just DM black window cream and we'll make sure to send you some stickers, send us your address. Also, if you're listening to this and you wanna try to, you wanna leave a review right now, when you do, drop your Instagram handle 
in your reviews so that way we at least know like how to reach out to you if you don't hear this or whatever um but on itunes we had a five-star review shout out it says most underrated podcast from tamara tmra is the handle it says hey man just want to say thanks for giving us creators an inside scoop we've always wanted you motivate you've motivated me in many different ways because with each podcast comes a new perspective and it blows my mind it's awesome you're not just radio hosts but you're actually talking to guys and girls that actually matter uh I feel that I've been so quick to give up on stuff because of how difficult it would be to make it happen. But pretty much every dope photographer slept in the car at one point just to sneak into a show for an opportunity. Hearing the struggles of people who work with artists and other people of status really gives me closure and confidence. This podcast reassures the fact that we all start from somewhere. Uh, I've had challenging moments myself and I wanted to give up but I know the road I chose isn't always going to be easy. That's facts. Anyways, keep up the good work. Love is cool. I don't know your name, but definitely if you're hearing this, please shoot us uh, a DM as well. So shout out to everyone that's leaving those reviews. Again, that's helping um, new people that are finding this podcast. You know, it's giving them a reason to listen. Whenever you go to a fucking restaurant and you look up on Google, if the shit's going to be flame and you see a couple five-star reviews and a shit ton of one stars, you ain't going there. Right. But if you see a bunch of banger ass reviews, you pulling up facts. So do that shit for the black window cream boys. All right, cool. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode or whatever. Um, that's all we got for you. How to charge a client guide is on our website, shop bwnc.com. You can get it there or on Patreon and, uh, that's it. Uh, we'll see you guys next on this Sunday with, uh, who's on this Sunday. I think cash bunny, cash bunny. Woo. Yeah. New episode of cash bunny coming this Sunday. You heard. All right. Bye.